Hey yo, what it do? Welcome back to the 59th Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Louis Rocco. And tonight, back onto the Daily Podcast, we bring on the one and only favorite on the air, Nature Boy Dylan Scott. Nature, thanks for coming back onto the air. It's always a pleasure. And, um, you know, tonight's podcast, like we always do, starting off the week fresh. Um, a little WWE in there. I'll get to the topics in a second. But, hey, school's over. want to put that out there for the viewers. We've got school over, so podcast in full fo- uh, mode now. And, um, you know, speaking of wrestling, uh, how's Raw going on tonight? You know, we're cutting it off in the middle. How's it going? I mean, you know, it's all right so far. They actually, what they did for the first time tonight is they put like, trainees from NXT. It's terrible. In the terrible. So, uh, there's actually a crowd tonight, which there hasn't been for the last two months. So you at least hear some noise in it? That's, yeah, that's great. They put, you know, they put, like, plexiglass on top of the barricade just so that there's separation between the crowd and, oh, wow. like, the wrestlers. So they're really they don't do that in AEW. Yeah, they don't. They have the wrestlers, but they don't have the separation. Well, at least they got, you know, a little more noise. I mean, all these previous pay-per-views have just been terrible it's dead silent it's like i know at least now there's reaction i mean at least there's little... Apollo cruz win the united states championship earlier tonight did he really yeah are first you... championship are you kidding me they finally gave that mother her a belt are you kidding me i know it only took like four years i know really apollo creed they were calling him at one point they didn't even know who he was it's terrible. You know, I'm going to start this podcast off and I see, you know, it's, you know, we'll get into the championship winning in a little bit. But uh, first topic for tonight, I got, uh, you know, top ranked, most patriotic WWE wrestlers. And uh, this is a great, great topic. Um, I mean, there's been so many great ones over the years that, in your own opinion, we can go through. And I'll swing this right over to Nate. Uh, Nate, if you want to go uh, throughout your list, uh, I'll, uh, you know, the stage is yours. All right, so, I mean, I rank these 10 guys that I have just based on, you know, you know, just how patriotic they've been throughout their yeah. WWE career. Mm-hmm. So, I started things off at number 10 with the icon, Sting. Sting, yeah, I mean, he's, he's great. Sting used to come out with the, you know, American flag face paint, you know, back in the day. Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, he was he was great. Of course, we know how his WWE career went. I mean, that was... <laughs> Put him in the, kind of into the hall. Put all, yeah, I put him in the Hall of Fame. Oh, and two, it's like that yeah. Right there no sense. There's a theme song. I mean, this is obviously the Crow Sting we're talking. You know, this theme song, but yeah, I know what you mean. Back yeah, like WCW Bash at the Beach. You know, yeah, definitely. I could see him on the list. Uh, all right, so who do you got for number nine? Nine, I got the all-American American Jack Swagger. Wow, Jack Swagger. I actually had him a little high. I'll get into that a little bit. But yeah, you know, talk about him a little bit. I mean, Jack, uh, Jake Hagar now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was part of AW, but I mean, you know, that was really, you know, his whole gimmick, you know, basically when he was, you know, in WWE. I mean, he was a part of that team. You know, the real Americans with Cesaro, which really made no sense to me. Cesaro's... I, that was terrible. I don't yeah, know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, why you're Swiss. You guys are Swiss. Swiss Americans, but I even remember, you know, like, one of his last feuds, you know, before he left WWE, you know, was when Alberto Del Rio won the United States Championship. He was feuding with him because it was kind of like, you know, a Mexican with the United States Championship. So, I mean... Don't even get me started on that. They've had so many guys. It's like Jinder Mahal, really? You know what I mean? It's like... You know, I mean, that... Andrade was the guy that Apollo Crews beat time. Andrade, a Mexican, You know, since he brought up Alberto, you know, it's only, <laughs> fit. it's only fitting. You know, I mean, so back to the feud with Del Rio and Swagger, it was kind of like... 
guys. So, I mean, that's why, you know I mean, I had to put Jack Swagger on this list. Another guy. I mean, the belt has literally just been tossed around. I mean, it's terrible. Well, the United States Championship, but it's more, you know, international ties that have won the belt than I mean, Americans. Yeah, I know. I mean, you just had some guys winning at some points. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Like, it's called the United well, States Champion. Jim Hall one was a little over the top. Yeah, very over the top. All right, so you had Swagger on there, uh, <laughs> number nine, which was a little low for me, but I'm fine with it. Who do you got at number eight? Number eight, I got... Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, the American, oh, the American Dream. Oh, the nickname, of course. I mean, some of these guys, I mean, their nickname really just says it all. I mean, when you have a nickname like the American Dream, I mean, how can I not put him on this list? I can't believe he's that low. I mean, we're talking about a guy top five for me. This, literally, we're talking about a guy literally called the American Dream. You know what I mean? Like, he's great. I mean, I, I looked at these 10 guys, and I mean, it, it took a while to be able to rank them the way I did, because, you know... Oh, well, 100%. I mean, we're talking about a guy, Dusty Rhodes. This guy had one of the most decorative careers, and he was in NW, uh, the, you know, NWA, you know what I mean? Like, oh, here we go, you know, they'll play this a little bit. Here comes. You heard it there, you know, here. I mean, how about American right here, you know what I mean? I mean. Yeah, you know, we're talking about a guy, the guy's got a Confederate flag wrapped around his back, you know, we're going to cut it off before. There it was. That's enough of that. Let's get along with the list. So number seven. So number seven, I got the dead man, the Undertaker. Really? Oh, yeah, with the I American mean, badass. The American badass. I mean, he used to come back, come around with the you know American flag on the back. Of you know, the that's actually a great sleeper. Yeah. Flag bandana. Yeah, and then we just saw him recently. Here's the yeah, theme song in the background. That was the gimmick that he went with. First of all, I just want to talk about that match a little bit. That was a great match. That was a great I mean, match. I think so, because, I mean, the Undertaker more than Styles, but I think the two guys that are, you know, up to age are not exactly in the prime of their careers anymore and still be able to put on a, a great match at a show like WrestleMania. Last I mean, time we saw uh, Luke Harper, Carl Anderson, which is terrible, but it's going to be sad not seeing him around. You know, to think that they were in a big match like that at WrestleMania and then a couple weeks later they were released from the company. I don't even know what to say about that, honestly. They were like those two games, and when I saw that, I was like, what? Like, tell me how that makes sense. No, you know, I didn't even really think of it like that. You know, I didn't have Taker on my list, but when you think about it, you know, he goes from this demonic demon Undertaker from the 90s, and in the early thousands, he switches to this American badass. You know, he even changes his finisher move. It goes from, you know, the tombstone to now his finisher was the last ride, and he used the last ride... As his finisher, probably all the way up until I would say maybe 2004, 2005. I mean, that was like, you know, that was his new new gimmick. He had the motorcycle. Yeah, that's a great pick. Now, that's why, I mean, I put him on, that's why he's a little bit lower, because, I mean, that wasn't really what he was known for. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's career. not, yeah, of course, but, yeah. Mean, he still had, he still had that gimmick, so I was like, you know, I think I still had to put him on here. So, uh, what number, was that, was that, that was number seven? Uh, yeah. All right, so who do we got now, number six? Number six, I got Lex Luger. Oh, Lex Luger, yeah, of course. He's got to be on the list. I mean, another guy, yeah. He's got so many, I mean, like, look what he came out in war, you know what I mean? He was coming out wearing the tights, and, um, I mean, he was with WCW. He, uh, he was the narcissist, is what they called him when he debuted, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, another guy with that whole patriotic thing. Um, you know, let me just get this song going right here. But... 
He man, I mean, you look at this guy. This guy must have been on some steroids. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this guy's huge, by the way. But anyway, all right. So now we get to the uh, top five. A little more serious with these uh, with these picks. Let me hear it. Number five, I got John Cena. Yes, yeah, Cena. I mean, of course, you got to put Cena. Talk a little bit about it. I mean, Cena's just a funny one because I mean, Cena never really came out with like you know, like, an American type of gimmick, like, you know, yeah. you know, Lex Luger, like, his attire, or, you know, Undertaker with, you know, the flag, but, I mean, Cena was always the one that, you know, Hustle was the respect, yeah. States, I mean, you know, you look back a couple years ago, we had that, um, that flag match yep. against Rusev, Rusev I mean, yeah. Rusev was obviously representing Bulgaria and Cena in the United States, so, I mean, I think Cena was always that big guy, you know, with the United States, so, I mean... He was also, I mean, speaking of Rusev, that was terrible. He was another United States champion. I mean, give him the Intercontinental yeah, belt, you know what I mean? But anyway. I, I, yeah, it's funny, because I mean, even Sheamus, United yeah. States champion, yeah. never won the Intercontinental. Yeah. Know, you know, Cena made it first with the United States. He won it at WrestleMania. He'd be Big Show for it. And this is when they had the spinner belt, if you remember. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he made it the spinner belt. So he, uh,. He's a great pick. Another guy you look back when they do tribute to the troops. He's always the main guy for that. Yeah, he's he's the fast. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, I mean, when he won the United States title at you know WrestleMania, he always did that. You know, United States Championship Open Challenge. So I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, a five-time United States champion. I mean, when it comes to you know all this stuff, I mean, Cena's always you know been the big guy. I mean, you look with Cena and all the reigns that he's had as the United States champion. I mean, we're going to get into a little bit Grand Slam winners, but a guy that never won the Intercontinental belt. Isn't that incredible? I know, it's funny because, I mean, when, when I'm making that list of Grand Slam champions, I just have all these, like, you know, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, yeah. I see John Cena's name on there because you would think that Cena would have, you know, been a Grand Slam champion, but... Yeah, you know, I was playing Batista in the background a little. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, well, Rick Flair. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just different, you know what I mean? Because when... You know, we'll talk about it a little bit with Flair, but I mean, like, yeah, with Flair... Yeah, we'll get into it Yeah, you know, on. we'll get into Flair in a little bit. You know, let's keep the moose going. He was number five. Who do you got now number four above Cena? Number four, I got Kurt Angle. Wow! Number four? You must have a solid top three. <laughs> wow. I mean, Kurt Angle, I mean, with an Olympic gold medals for the United States, I mean... Uh, no, wow. Like, could, I mean, the thing with Angle... He could be argued number one for the stuff that... No, I mean, yeah, it was definitely difficult. I mean, I knew the five guys that I had in my top five that were going to have in five. I mean, it took some time to figure out who I wanted. This guy I is an Olympic gold medal medalist. He came out wearing the red, white, and blue trunks. Wow. Yeah, yeah he's great. So, you said... He's a great pick. Number four, uh, that was number four. I mean, I'm a little surprised it was that low. Um, but, I mean, he's a great pick. Just surprised that he was so low. Who do you got now ahead of him at number three? Number three, I got Sergeant Slaughter. I mean, yeah, he, there's no reason Sergeant couldn't be on the list. It's obviously terrible. Later in his career, when he turns heel, he joins yeah, with I the know, Sheik. Yeah, I talking about, like, you know, I mean, at one point he was, and I think he was big when he was, which is why he, you know, yeah. No, no, no. There's yeah. There's no. There's no denying. He's definitely gonna be on the list because the whole thing. I mean, great theme song as well. But um, great submission too. Cobra Clutch. 
But uh, yeah, no, he he's definitely top of the list just for the stuff that he did. Yeah, I mean, first ballot stolen valor. You know, first of all, this guy doesn't even look like a wrestler. You don't see any guys looking like this anymore in WWE. I mean, I'm watching some highlights. This guy, dude, he doesn't look like he's a wrestler. I mean, he looks like a freaking janitor or something. I mean, you look at some of these guys. It's just ridiculous. But all right, so uh, you had that number three. Number two. Number two, I got Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, wow. That's great. I mean, you know, the guy always came out, you know, waving the American flag around, I mean. I mean, he would be coming out waving the flag. I mean, I don't think he ever won the world championship. He just, you know, he, he had a... I mean, I know. You know, didn't he win the um, first Royal Rumble, I believe? You're right. Yeah, he did win the first Royal Rumble. Great theme song. I mean, his name is pretty bad, but... You're right, he did. He would come out with the 2x4 wood. Like, that just doesn't even make any yeah. sense thinking about it now. Like, when you're growing up, you just don't realize it because it's like, oh, it's his gimmick. But this carrying a 2x4. What did that even do? Like, he never even used it. Like, he just carried it. <laughs> thinking about it. Like it was a weapon. I don't even know what that was about. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no doubt about it. I have a feeling what number one's going to be, and I think we might share it. But uh, who do you got number one? Number one, I got Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the immortal. I mean, I mean, any guy that has a theme song that's named Real American, I mean. Yeah. right there, but I mean, you know. Look at, I mean, you even look back to, you know, like when he would, you know, face off against guys like, you know, Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik, you know, yeah. and he would be representing the United States. I mean, he was the original Captain America. If you remember, I know you've seen the the can opener that my dad's got at the house of Hogan yeah, and the, yeah, right. you know, he was the original. He came out wearing that gimmick. That's, he's great. No. Like, he's representing the United States as, you know, like Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov are supposed to be representing, like, the USSR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think back, first of all, Hogan's been, Hogan's been number one on our list probably six times. We've talked about him in number one position. I mean, honestly, it's so funny because, I mean, I think, like, after doing all these, I mean, I think Hulk Hogan probably has to be the greatest of all time. Oh, there's no doubt. I knew that going and in, and I'm saying that, yeah. One that has really been, like, number one on so many lists. No, the man, dude, you know, you know, no, you know, you think about Hogan and his legacy, you think about greatest baseball player, first thing comes to mind, Babe Ruth, because he paved the way for the yeah. game. Greatest wrestler of all time is going to be Hulk Hogan, because he paved the way for wrestlers today. I mean, this guy yeah, literally, I mean, he's the greatest. A lot of people, you know, think of, you know, Rick Flair or, you know, John Cena, but oh, you know, yeah. after doing these lists, I mean, yeah. Hogan really has to be number one. Hogan, if, if he doesn't change your mind listening to this, I mean, I mean, just even think of this, he's in top three greatest factions of all time with NWO has started, you know what I mean? Like, even, even, I mean, just even as a part of the team, I mean, yeah. he's so great. I mean, just everything about Hogan, except for that finishing move, is really great. Yeah, I know, the fin and which and is crazy, because it's so iconic, the move. But he was like top ten world champions. He was oh, yeah. he was number one on that list. I mean, Mike Skills, WrestleMania match. You know, it's like. Nah, I can't disagree with that. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was a great list. Very similar ones. I think obviously they're going to be very similar. Um, it's just the order that I had a little couple different ones with, and I did. Uh, I had a couple honorable mentions. Uh, you know, I gotta <clears throat> I gotta throw in. 
Sergeant Slaughter, as honorable mentions, along with Lex Luger. You know, even guys like Ultimate Warrior, when you think back, like, that was another guy that, you know, well, just well, a patriotic well, guy. I was about him, too, I mean. Mm -hmm. I forgot about him, but, you just know. Just another he, guy uh, that you could talk about, um, just, you know, him going through. And, you know, you guys, we bring up, like, maybe, like, a Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas. They were the world's greatest tech yeah. team. They would come out in the American gear, no doubt about it, you know? So guys like that yeah. definitely don't want to leave with the leave off the list. Of course, I don't want to bring up like, you know, Yokozuna, but you know. yeah, that makes no sense at all. But but um, <clears throat> definitely looking through. Oh yeah, and you know another guy I want to bring up. Obviously, this isn't. I know we've been doing patriotic as in American, and uh, that's what I guess we should clarify. But if we were talking patriotic in general. You got to throw in like a guy like Bret Hart, you know what I mean? Because like him with yeah. Canada, you know, and obviously what he did with Canada. I mean, he literally devoted his whole career to the Canadian flag. Like he, you know what I mean? But that's not what the list is about. Yeah, this is the this is America, obviously. So uh, my list goes similar. I had number five. I had Hacksaw. You have to, you got to have Hacksaw on the list. There's just yeah, I mean, at least we both yeah. agree that we had him top five. You got to have him on the list for the sole fact the guy's coming out with the <laughs> with the flag. So I had him number five, um, and I, I I had him debating with Sergeant Slaughter, but I left him off the top five because of what he did with the that whole Iran thing in the late yeah, late stages saying, of his yeah, career. Number four, let me get his song playing. One of the greatest songs in the history of songs. Let me just. Uh, Get this pulled up really quick, but it, another guy he had one of the great finishers, the bi the bionic elbow, and uh, we talked about him on your list. American Dream. I had him a little higher. I mean, this is a guy like we touched on earlier. You look at he was the American Dream. You got Cody Rhodes now going by the American Nightmare. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's terrible. Except you know I'm a tattoo guy, but that that tattoo is terrible. To be I mean, you know, he got the one on his chest that says "Dream." You know, okay, you know yeah. that, that's cool. I mean, it's, you know, his father. But then you got the one on the neck. That I don't know what that is. And it's like usually people with neck tattoos are heavily tattooed. He's got little tattoo on his chest, and he's got yeah, something like on his head. One tattoo on your body. I mean, that's yeah. Probably the place that you have it. Yeah, I know. You know, you think tattoo in the neck, you're usually covered. This guy's got nothing on his body, and he's going for the neck. He's got one on his chest. Okay, but there's plenty of other places that you could put that neck tattoo. Yeah, he must have been got. He must have been paid to get that. I couldn't see anyone in their right mind doing that. But anyway, I got I got Dusty at number four. Uh, number three, we had him. I don't know if we had him similar spots, but I have Cena. I had him five, so yeah. I mean, yeah, I had him three. I mean, my main reason was what he did with um. Tribute to the troops. I mean, he's. No, I mean, think about. It, he would wear camo shorts. The camo shorts are iconic. He's iconic. Another guy. He's argued as the greatest, obviously, for my list because of what he's done. Um, and this is another reason because he's part of that patriotic group. So I have him number three. And uh, number two, I had him a little higher on the list than uh just a couple spots higher. But, um, I mean, we're talking about a guy that, uh, I mean, he's the only Olympic gold medalist in the history of WWE. You know, he wasn't even a professional, like, he was a professional wrestler as in, like, collegially. He wasn't in, like, fake wrestling like WWE. This guy was a legit guy. He came in. I mean, this is another thing people, you know, forget. 
His first world championship reign came right after 9-11. And the only reason they did that was because of 9-11. He had this all-American um, gimmick. And 9-11 happens. And uh, the real script was actually Stone Cold to be champion. Uh, to beat The Rock. I believe Rock was champion at the time. Well, vice versa, Rock over Stone Cold. And they changed the whole plan. They got to uni unify the nation. Yeah, and they gave it to Kurt Angle. And people don't realize that about that storyline. That was his first reign was because of uh, because of the tragedy. You know, the tragedy. But he's going to be... I mean, he he's another that guy that could be argued number one. You know what I mean? So, I had him at... Uh, I had him number two and then number one, like I mentioned earlier. I mean, the immortal. I got the NWO theme song playing in the back. But, uh, dude, Hulk Hogan, I mean, talking about a guy that his slogan was, like, all about America. Yeah, you know, he's... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, you can't even... I feel like you have to be number one, because that's just kind of what his whole thing was about. That was his whole gimmick. His I think, whole career, yeah. you know, gimmick, and like you just said, I mean, that was really it. And like, you, and like you mentioned talking about a guy for his theme song, a real American, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's nobody else that has a theme song that, you know, just gives it away. Another thing with Hogan is, you know, since I was talking gimmicks, his original theme song was the Rocky theme song. It was the, uh, yeah. it, it was that Eye of the Tiger. And, um, or no, not Eye of the Tiger, it's that last... It's that last where I'll pull it up. It's yeah, the last, you know what I mean? Like, it's that, it's that. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, so I know the song. Yeah, it's the last, it's the last song in the movie, and I'll pull it up right here, but that was actually his original theme song, because he was in the Rocky I mean, movie. That, I mean, even that, you know, is another oh, yeah, song. Oh, yeah, of course. Thinking about, you know, but he, the whole patriotism, yeah. I mean, you're, you're picturing him running up the stairs, you know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. In Philadelphia, which I mean, you know, that's a great capital I mean, for patriotism. Patriotic, yeah. patriotic city. I mean, all the history that's there. I mean, it was this song that he was uh, originally coming out to, and they changed it, changed up his character, and uh, I mean, obviously, he goes with one of the greatest songs of all time. But that basically does it for that segment. As in patriotic, we had very similar guys, just different spots. It's pretty self-explanatory with that. But we move into a different category, which is. A very good debate, and it's a very exclusive club in WWE, and that's the uh, Grand Slam winners. I know in recent memory, I don't know if they made your list or not, but uh, we've had the entire Shield make the uh, Grand Slam, yeah. as in, you know, Nate, why don't you define what the Grand Slam is? Well, I mean, you know, they have the current day format and the older format. You know, back in the day, it used to be. You know, the World Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, the Tag Team Championship, and the either European or Hardcore Championship. And yeah. then nowadays, it's the Heavyweight Championship, United States Championship, Intercontinental Championship, and Tag Team Championship. And they've even had, you know, they've even had, you know, a Grand Slam Championship category for the women now, because now they've said the... Uh, NXT women's title, the Raw women's title, the SmackDown women's title, and the women's tag team title. Soon now they've even thrown in there. Soon so, now. wait, for the women, who's it been? Has Charlotte gone there yet? Charlotte has, but Charlotte is in the older one. The old that, The one I just said was the current one, but Charlotte's in the one that is NXT women's champion, Divas champion, SmackDown champion, and Raw. Only two women have been in the category of the current day one, and those two are Bailey and Asuka. Oh, God, Asuka. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh my God, Oscar! I couldn't even. I couldn't. I didn't even remember that. But uh, you said Bailey as well. Uh yeah. Wow, I didn't even know that. What? No, Sasha. Uh, Sasha's never won the SmackDown Women's Title yet. Does this have anything to do with the cruiserweight as well, or no? The cruiserweight doesn't. Uh, this has nothing to do uh, with it. No. Yeah. No. Right. Or the new one yeah, I think it's really just it's the world heavyweight belt. Either you know you could have been a WWE or world heavyweight. You could have been either Intercontinental, uh, United States, or any other tag teams. There's been so many tag teams, and it's a secluded amount. So I'll pass it over to you. And if you got a top ten list, any honorable mentions or whatever, go through your own opinion. Let's hear it. I mean, first, I mean, this is such like you even said like an exclusive list because when you look at some of the names, I mean, Ric Flair, John Cena, Hulk Hogan. I mean, none of those names are on this list. You're right. It's very, it's it's, I mean, it's incredible to think. Yeah, three of the best superstars in WWE, and none of them are even on this list. That's uh, it. Well, it definitely shows that you know. Usually, these Grand Slam winners are more like a Kofi Kingston type of guy. They might win the big yeah, gold one, or like a Jeff Hardy. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's those know, guys. John Cena doesn't need to be a Grand Slam sixteen to, time. You yeah. know, to be known. Yeah, and the same thing with Flair and Hogan. Like they don't need the Grand Slam title to you know be their big thing. You know. Yeah, I'd rather have 16 world titles than, you know, one world one title and a couple and a continental, yeah. yeah. You're going to be more known for being a 16-time world champion than a Grand Slam champion. All right, well, let's hear the list. Who do we got? Well, I, I basically used every superstar that's ever been Grand Slam champion. All right, so let's do it. So, there's 24 of them all together, and the 24, we're just going to get this out of the way. I got Oscar at 24. So Oscar's on it. Yeah, of course. Let me just... Oscar, you know, the most recent one, you know, just winning the Raw Women's Championship. There's only 24? Is that... There's only 24? Yeah. Wow, that's that's like a really small group. How crazy is that? You know? Isn't that crazy I to think? I think that every, everybody that's ever been employed by WWE, only 24 of them have been able to, you know, win all the titles. That's awesome. I didn't know it was that little, but 24. So you got Oscar on it. Uh, we'll go from there. 23, I got Bailey. You know, another one. I yeah, mean, yeah, the more recent ones. It, but again, it's just recent, so I can't really yeah. put her up there at the top. But I mean, she was a Grand Slam. It's been, yeah, it's basically just, it's just ranking. Yeah, it's really just ranking, in your opinion, from 24 to 21. It's 24 to one, the best that there's been, and obviously they're the most recent. Haven't done much with it. They're newer, but yeah, of course. So, uh, who else? Who do you got after that? So 22, I mean, we're sticking with, uh, you know, they've just completed being a Grand Slam champion category. I got Kofi Kingston at 22. Yeah, another guy, I mean, like I was mentioning. He WWE title last year, so he just completed it. So, I mean, I can't really put him at the top of the list. So, I mean, he's that's been, why he fell back to 22. Think about him, he's had so many gimmicks. I mean, remember, he was that Jamaican guy. The guy's not even Jamaican. That's the thing, I you know, know what I mean? He, he puts on this facade. He's not, you know. So, I, you know, whatever. They do that with him. But, yeah, like you mentioned, like, a guy, I mean, he's had a great tag team career. He has, oh, yeah. and he's honestly had a fine singles career. He just won the belt recently. It's, he's had a fine career, to be honest. I know. Even before that, I mean, he's a multi-time intercontinental champion, multi-time United States champion. Yeah. I mean, is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He's definitely, <laughs> he's definitely, though, somebody that, I mean, you know who he is. I mean. It's definitely a great argument, to, actually, to have when you think about, it, like, you know, could Kofi be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, he's this great career, really, when you think about it. He really The other thing that, you know, he's not hes not great on the mic. He's more carried by Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is pretty good on the mic. Kofi's not great, you know, so. Yeah, but I mean, 
I don't, but I think when you look at it, I mean, if you were thinking, you know, is he going to go in? I don't really think they would base it off of how good or bad he was on the mic. Yeah. I mean, they're going to look back Career. on it as you know, everything he's accomplished, and he did accomplish a lot. You know, before we keep going, is Alberto on this list? Is he a part of it or no? Uh, no, because I don't think he ever won the Intercontinental title. Who did he win the tag with? I don't even know. If, I don't know if he did. Yeah, I don't think he did. Because I was thinking, League of Nations, did they ever win? No. Nah. All right, then he probably never won the tag. Because I don't even know who he would have been take titles with. You know what I mean? I think he just won the world and the WWE and stuff like that. But, all right. So, moving along, you had uh, Kofi, I believe, at 22. Who do you got at 21? 21, I got Rey yeah, another guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. He's another one. I mean, he just recently won the United States Championship to complete to complete it. So, I mean, I can't really put him up there too high. But speaking of Rey Mysterio, I mean, I got Raw on right here. And they just announced that Mysterio's going to be on next week with a retirement ceremony. Wait, they just announced that as of speaking about it? Like, literally, as you said, like, oh, who did number 21? They say that. So, I mean, I guess a legend's career has come to an end. Wow, what do you know? Literally, as we're speaking, you know, let's just move him up for that. I mean, just for the hell of it. The guy's retiring. I mean, first of all, the guy, the guy should have retired about 10 years ago, which I think he actually did. The man was put in prison. So, you know, so, but all right. Alberto never even won the tag team titles either. He's only been world champion and United States champion. Yeah, that's what I probably thought. I was just thinking. All right, so you got Ray on there. I'm going to have to tune into Raw next week to see that uh, ceremony. But who do you got now at number 20? 20, I got JBL. Yeah, JBL. I actually have him a little higher on JBL my list. JBL I mean, the older, you know, category. I mean, not the current day. But, I mean, you know, he was one. I mean, I've never been a big fan of JBL, which is why he, you know, is that 20. Yeah, it's all opinion. It's all opinion, yeah. I mean, when you're looking at my fan favorites, I mean, I can't put him up that high because I never really was a big fan of him. It's all opinion, yeah, but JBL, I mean, he obviously had that decorative career. Hall of Famer, I think. Obviously, we know about that bullying issue with Moro Ronaldo. I don't know what that was about. First of all, how you getting bullied as a grown man? You know what I mean? Isn't that like a middle school thing? Like, I know, really. Normally, you go home and say that, you know, when you're in school. You know, not when you're yeah. 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> just shame on Moro Ronaldo for that, even letting that happen. I don't even blame JBL. Shame on Moro Ronaldo for the guy letting him do that. But uh, JBL, I mean, you look at him. Now, what was his category? Did he have European? What was it? I think it was the European. Because I don't really... European or the hardcore. It was one of those two. Oh, wait, no. He did win the Intercontinental because he quit. If you remember, he uh, he lost to Rey Mysterio in that Joker mask. I don't know if you can remember that. The, uh, I do remember that. WrestleMania no, I, 25. I, 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 he did win the Intercontinental, but it wasn't the United States that he won. It was yeah. the, um, it was either the Hardcore or the European. I want to say yeah. it was the, I want to say it was the European, but I know because I say that it's going to be the Hardcore title. Nah, it's either one or the other. I remember he was Intercontinental and then obviously he was WWE. I'm trying to think who is, was he tag with uh, APA? Was it Ron's? It I mean, must, I'm, it must have been Ron I'm Simmons. I want to say it was because I mean, how can you have a, Big tag team like that. Yeah. He won the gold. I mean, it probably was. Yeah, All he right. actually was a hardcore and European champion. Oh wow! So he's had a lot of reigns. Yeah, he. That's what he's. He's high on my list. I. I like. Uh, I like JBL. I mean, I'm not like a diehard fan. Got a little Kishi playing in the in the back. Usos, baby. 
And uh, I don't know what that is on his stomach, but uh, all right. So who do you got next on the list? All right, number 19, I got The Big Show. Show, wow, yeah, another I'm, guy. I'm, another one kind of fell back just because, I mean, I like The Big Show, but, I mean, he, I was never a big, big fan of him. So, I mean, based on, you know, my likability of these guys, that's kind of why Big Show fell back. Great theme song. We missed this on a podcast before. A couple of podcasts ago, we missed it. This is a great, great song. That was, that was the song that we definitely could have brought up. Terrible, terrible artwork for tattoos, I'll say that, but I think he's... Uh, yeah, I know, I don't even know what to call. Yeah, it's like on his shoulders, it's like, if you're going to do something on the arm, at least finish it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I remember him, I remember uh, there was a resemblance in someone, Sachem North, if you know what I'm talking about, administration, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> guy saved my ass, that's another talk, but alright, so you got show on it, another guy... You know, had the he was a part of the Jericho tag team, and he was a part of the uh, show, the Show Miz. If you remember Show Miz, you remember that with with Miz yeah, and I mean, Big Show. I mean, looking back at it, I mean, <laughs> you know, wow. Big Show in some of the most terrible tag teams. Like it was, they were more of a legit teams. Like, like you think of the name. I mean, kind of cool names, Jericho and Show Miz. But come on. Oh yeah. How they even won the gold makes no sense. Yeah. And not even they had both. Because if you remember. They had the unified, like they had the the tag team championships, and they had the world tag team championships, and they had both, you know, the show miss. And I remember that beating on DX when I was a kid. Wow, yeah, I'm a, I'm a show fan. He's on the list. Who's after him, and what number are we at? Big Show is 19, so now we're gonna get into number 18, and that's the Demon King. Oh, Kane! Wow. I love Kane to be honest. He could he's could be higher on any list. I mean he I mean I just want to pull up the scene. So dude, this is an iconic. That's an iconic theme song. Wow. Why so low? Because I mean Kane was more of like an older like an like an older you know, gay type of guy. I mean when I got really started getting back into it again. He was you know, done. Like yeah. I mean, he wasn't really there as much. I mean, I never really saw that much of him to the point where I could be like, yeah, you're right. you know, I love this guy. I mean, he's one of my favorites. So, I mean, same thing goes to like a guy like the big show. I mean, I know he's still around now, but I mean. Career's been over. Yeah, the career's so been over for I, about I never 20 years. I saw him as much to the point where I could be like, yeah, I love him. He's one of my favorites. And then he makes top 10. And so where I'm is he the here. mayor now? Glensdale? Where no. is it? Like, not. Oh, God, where is it? Like Knox County, Tennessee, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be Knoxville. If it's Knoxville, my, you know, my grandmother used to live there. I know, really. It's like. Like, maybe the country. If it was Knoxville, you know, my grandmother used to live there. Obviously, remember that iconic photo at Applebee's. But moving on to the uh, moving on to the list. Uh, who do we got after Kane? The Big Red Machine. Uh, now at number seventeen, I got Rob Van Dam. RVD, yeah. Another guy you didn't really get to see, though, as you got into it later. I, that was more like when I was a little kid. I mean, I, I've seen his matches before, and I mean, I like Rob Van Dam. You know, I definitely would say, you know, he would have to be on one of my all-time favorites. But like you said, never really saw him much, you know. You know, so I mean, I can't really put him up there higher just because I've never really seen him wrestle. I remember when I was a kid, he was, uh, I mean, this is ECW type thing, you know. Like, he, he had... 
So he was the ECW champion, and then they and this was filmed at the ballroom in New York, New York City. This is where the old ECW used to be filmed, and I remember that crowd was insane. And they had Cena go in there for a champ uh, for a title match, and it was Cena as the WWE champion, and it was RVD as the ECW, and both belts are on the line. And Cena loses to RVD. I remember the crowd going like crazy, and RVD was he was the ECW, and he was the uh, w, the spinning belt. Yeah, he was he was a great acrobatic flying guy. Am I right? You know. Yeah, I mean he was always a joy to watch. So who do you uh, who do you got ahead of RVD now? All right, now at number sixteen, I got the Monday Night Messiah. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, yeah, high up on the list. The I mean, new new guy, again, yeah. I mean, a guy that I mean, I mean, you, I'm not a big fan of him now, but I mean, I've always been a fan of Rollins. But again, just because he kind of you know recently became a Grand Slam champion only two years ago, I'm like, I can't really put him, you know, yeah, that high compared to some of these other guys that are Hall of Famers and that you know have been Grand Slam champions for you know thirty plus years or whatever it may be. He's great. I mean, uh, he's had a great career. Another guy like, I mean, over Kofi, uh, Kofi, I would say. If anyone would get into the Hall of Fame, I would put him over Kofi. Because, oh, yeah, for sure. I yeah. Mean, he's just done a lot more with his career. He's been a bigger name. Like, well, he's a he's a main event. He's a main event superstar. You know, the, there's categories to that. Roman, oh, he's yeah. the main eventer. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Kofi ain't the main Kofi event. He's always been a mid-carter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of sad because, I mean, when you look at Kofi and everything he's accomplished, I mean, he definitely could be a main event superstar, but, I mean... It's too small, you know what I mean? You look at guys like Lesnar and Reigns are main eventers because it's the heavyweights. You look at boxing matches. We did this, you know, we did the top greatest heavyweight champions and stuff uh, a couple days ago, but, like, you look at the big matches, it's the heavyweights. You know, you'll, nev- you'll never see a little guy main evented because... You- yeah, so you got Rollins. Um, he goes in that main event category, no doubt about it. Guys like him, Triple H, guys like you know, guys like Sting, Cena, Hogan. You know, yeah, they're main eventers because they're bigger guys. So you had Rollins. Who go? Who do you got ahead of Rollins? And now fifteen, I got another member of the Shield, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Amber. I was gonna say they got a link. Those names always I mean, link together. I mean Ambrose. I mean. Him and Rollins, I mean, won the title. I can't title. believe... I Now, you have Ambrose ahead of Rollins. Talk to me a little bit about that. Was that an opinion thing? I mean... Yeah, kind of, because, I mean... You know, when I first got into it, I mean, I liked Ambrose a lot more than Rollins. But I know, you know, Rollins... I mean, Ambrose completed, you know, becoming a Grand Slam champion two years before Rollins did. So, I mean, that's another reason why Ambrose got thrown up there higher, just because Ambrose... You know, has been a Grand Slam champion longer than Rollins has been. Yeah, he got it a lot quicker. And he a guy, got it two yeah. years before Rollins did, so I mean, you know. You know, I think uh, he's a great choice. He's higher up on my list just for the sole fact. I love Moxley. I mean, he's he's great. I mean, speaking of Moxley and AEW, you saw that whole thing with uh, Tyson's over there now? Yeah, dude, he looks terrible, number one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I with no shirt on. It's like, I know, that was well over the top. I have no idea. I mean, you want to have him there? Okay, fine. At least put a shirt on him. <laughs> I know that there's talking speculations. Uh, Tyson's supposed to get back in the boxing ring for a charity event? Yeah, that's that's smart. <laughs> guy's going to break his jaw. He's <laughs> 55 years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that'll be awesome. 
You know, speaking of videos yeah. in AEW, did you see the Jake the Snake Roberts clip with uh, with what's his name's Cody Rhodes' wife? Because if you haven't seen it, this was borderline sexual assault. This. <laughs> Yeah, this was this is borderline. First of all, Jake Roberts is coming out in a mask. <laughs> Dude, when you see this clip, it's so bad. He's coming out in a damn protective mask. It's it's just terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> all right, who do you got ahead of Ambrose? Because Ambrose is a great pick for this. You know, speaking of Ambrose, and before we get into Reigns, who's I'm assuming hopefully not number one, but it's going to be high on the list. You know, the Shield, you know, I would put over a better tag team than, uh, or that faction type uh, than New Day for the sole fact that, one, I like them more, um, and two, think about what they became. Big E and Xavier no, are not I mean, big guys. You know, I mean, we're talking about three main eventers. Why, you know, I mean, the reason why I put, you know, New Day higher than, you know, the Shield on that list is because, I mean, we're talking top factions. I mean, yeah. the Shield, yeah, they were good, but the Shield had more success as, singles. as a single star than the New Day. The New Day had, you know, eight-time tag team champions. I mean, yeah. that's why the New Day made it higher, just because we're talking about teams. I mean, the New Day were a more successful team. It's just the Shield, all three of them, have had more successful singles crew than other teams. He come out tonight or not? He's done, Lesnar. Isn't it terrible to think that these guys are out there every night? There's got to be something in the contract saying that, because he comes out once a year. It's just crazy to think. But he's a... Uh, you got another guy out there busting their ass every single night. Yeah. Now, I don't think Lesnar is on this list either, because he do, he never did anything, right? No, Lesnar never won the United States Tag Team or a Continental Champion. Yeah, <laughs> he's Lesnar's literally... He's been a heavyweight champion. That's the only thing he's ever won. He's literally just been the heavy. heavyweight champion, but... That's crazy to think. Yeah, you're right. All right, so now what number are we at? This is going to be number 14. And who is it going to be? I got Booker T. Yeah, Book. Of course. He uh, he said he had a great singles and tag team career. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why he's on the show. He's in there by himself, and he's in there as a tag team with Ray. Two-time Hall of Fame. You're right. He went in with uh, Harlem Heat, born and raised in Harlem, our guy Booker T, and then uh, obviously, I mean, he goes, but you know, five-time WCW World Champion. Yeah. He was, uh, he could have been on our list as the most underappreciated guys, because once he got to WWE, yeah, he had a fine tech uh, career with um, with the, uh, what's it called, Goldust, and that Goldust tag team where he won the gold. Yeah, that's another tag team. I look back at it, like, what? But, uh, of course... But um, his singles career was nothing what it was than like when it was at WCW. Like his WCW career, he won the belt five times. You know what I mean? Like he never won it once. Guy like Sting, I mean, you know. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's in the WWE Hall of Fame, but I mean, he's more known for what he did, you know, in his time in you know WCW, like you said. You know, both of them. James Ellsworth had a better career in WWE than uh. I know. Sting did. I know, they're 0 and 2 and 2. And he's losing to, uh, you know, one thing to lose to the pedigree, you know, the sledgehammer. You know what I mean? Like, come on, kick out. You know? <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, kick out from that and then, you know, lose to the pedigree. You're losing to the sledgehammer hit. Everyone kicks out of the sledgehammer. You know, that's why it's a signature move. Because it's not a 
finish her. Yeah. Right? <laughs> First of all, by that actually made no sense because as far as I was concerned, it wasn't a no disqualification match. I know. I know. <laughs> the match didn't get thrown out. I have no idea. I don't even know what to say anymore about that. So now we go to number 13. Booker T's a great pick. Gotta love him. He's great on the announce table as well. Who do you got at number 12, I believe, right now, right? This is number 13, actually. Right. 13. So who do we got? Right, this is a guy that, I mean, I've never been a big fan of, which is why when we did the list last time with the top intercontinental champions, he fell very far back. And, I mean, he kind of fell a little far back this time, but at number 13, I got the Viper Randy Orton. Wow, that is far back. How come? Why, yeah. Just because, I mean, I, I mean, I've liked Randy Orton. I mean, he's good. I mean, you know, he's, not, he's better than good. He's great. I mean, he's a future Hall of Famer, but I just mean... He never really did anything for me, which yeah. is why, you know, in most of these lists, he's kind of fell back. You know, when we're doing this list, and it's kind of more opinionated, I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't, I've never been a big fan of Randy Orton, really, so I mean, that's kind of why he's So you're back. more, you're more into Edge right now than Randy? Oh, yeah, I mean, I've always liked Edge more than Randy also. Yeah, I remember that, you always has liked Edge, and that was great when he came, I think you called that. Did, you called Edge returning, right? Supposedly, just like Carl Anderson, rumors going around for weeks. Yeah. yeah. The difference between me and the dad, though, is I said it because it was rumors. He doesn't even see any rumors and still calls things. Uh, oh, that was yeah. We talk. Yeah, we're talking about down the middle as well. We're talking about things straight up down the middle. You know what I mean? We're talking about something. You know, it's one thing to say the Dean Ambrose cash and getting it, whatever, but to call it down the middle, talking about, all right, he's going to turn around, briefcase to the head. <laughs> it's like, he's you calling guys like, yo, know, Rey Mysterio, Great Tali, Hornswoggle, Hogan, guys that we haven't seen in the company. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, he hasn't seen the company in 10 plus years, and he's like, hold and coming back, and he do. It's like, all right. What was the most recent one? It was the, uh, oh, Ambrose showing up on the, uh. <laughs> showing up on WWE backstage, and like, two weeks after, yeah. <laughs> That one doesn't even make any sense, because first of all, yeah, I know, it's like, he was saying that, he was saying that weeks before it happened, he was like, he was like, I, I got a feeling Moxley's going to pop out behind in this interview thing. And then he does it. And it's like, and he's like why would that even happen? Like, Moxley's a part of AEW. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it's one thing for like, oh, if he's like in WWE, he's just joking yeah, around, yeah. something like that. He's got nothing to do with the company. It's terrible. And I mean, we got Sammy Zayn one, of course. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. to do with that feud with Shane and Kevin Owens. I mean, the whole night. Who would have thought after all those years he would have? Who would have like, thought after all these years he actually would have ran into KO? <laughs> just yeah, breathing on his. They're uh, with the uh, you know thinking about the rapid fire the other day, talking about guys that you want to see in the ring. Strowman. You gotta be kidding me. No, I'm thinking, you know, maybe Kevin Owens, obviously, after the incident, Disney, or I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura, even maybe because he's <laughs> thinking, yeah, that he doesn't like Nakamura. Then he comes out with the Strowman in. Yeah, I know. That's probably one of the, like, I mean, first thing, yeah, first right thing now, off his head, too. Literally, first thing right off his tip of the tongue. Like, I mean, like, not even like, oh, he has to think about it. Like, yeah. he, like right away. Strowman. Yes. Alright, All right, anyway, getting back to the list. Who do we got now coming up next that I believe, where are we, 11, 10? Randy was 13, so this is going to be 12. All right, 12. And I got the Queen, Charlotte Flair, number 12. Wow. Yeah, we know you love Charlotte. 
All right. I sure. mean, the reason why she made it a lot higher than, you know, Asuka and Bailey is because she's in a category of her own because she's in there as NXT Women's Champion Divas Raw and SmackDown. Being that the Divas Championship is retired, I mean, nobody's ever going to be in that category with her. She's great to think that she never even wanted to wrestle growing up and then, you know, it was like her brother, you know, Reed's dream and then she ends up becoming one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time. I mean, when you look at someone that's going to be, I mean, when you look at, you know, current women in WWE that are going to go in the Hall of Fame, I mean, Charlotte's obviously got to be a definite at this point. She's the first ballot. I mean, 10-time champion, I mean, just everything, I mean. And the thing is, she's, she's not I mean, even done. I mean, the thing about her that just bothers me is I feel like just a lot of her reigns aren't really, like, you know, legit. Like, you know, she had that, you know, whole few Sasha with Dude, me and you like, were so pissed off. Every, every sense. week. It was, like, it was like they were making a, it was like every week. It was like they were making it like a toy, basically, because nobody actually said. had a legit reign. That was the thing that, you know, he also called that down the middle. You remember that pay-per-view? He was like, no, nah, I think Charlotte's going to win it back from Sasha. Oh, yeah, we were like, no, yeah, it was literally like two, two weeks ago. That's a great one that we forget about. Two weeks. I don't think anybody in the world, yeah, Charlotte's winning it back two weeks after. And of course she does. Because, like, the whole thing was like, you know, everybody loved Sasha getting the belt finally. So it was like, you know, WWE made a good booking decision and then they give it back to Charlotte. Yeah, I, mean, that. Yeah, I don't even know what that was about. So now that was... What number are we at now, 11? This is going to be 11 coming up. Um, All right, a little more serious, getting closer to the top 10. Who do you got here? Number 11, I got The Miz. <clears throat> oh, wow. Miz is great, dude. I mean, he's just a great Grand Slam champion. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, multi-time Intercontinental champion, we know. Yeah, he was on the list before that we did about greatest Intercontinental. I think he was my number one. He was. He was along, my number 10, but I mean, he along with him. I mean, and then you just look at, obviously, you know, his WWE Championship reign. I mean, everybody hated when he won the belt. When he had the WWE Championship, this is when I'm big into it. And remember, I'm a Cena guy, just like almost everybody is, because he's the face and he was the heel, Miz. And they built up WrestleMania to be, it was really Miz, I mean, excuse me, it was really Cena and The Rock. And Rock was just the host. But if you remember, I mean, oh, I remember, Miz wins. But he didn't even, like, win-win. It was The Rock cost Cena. And then that... And then that led to another year where I was actually there at MetLife where Cena then won. But that was all due to because uh, Rock signed a three-year deal. Millions. Didn't the night after WrestleMania 27, didn't The Rock challenge Cena to a match at WrestleMania 28, like a year before the match actually happened? Yeah, yeah, and it built all the way up. Yeah. And that was crazy. Like, the thing to have to do a build for a year. Yeah, definitely. You think about TV ratings then. People were drawn. They were drawn to it because they were like, oh, damn, like, we got this whole buildup. Let's see where this goes. And I remember rap battles. And I mean, the, the names were just 10 times better back then. I mean, you know, there is no more Cena and Rock, you know, right now, which is, I feel like ratings would be a lot higher if guys like that were still around. Little Stone Cold for you. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. All right, anyway, moving on. I don't think fit into this category either. He didn't. He never, yeah, he, uh... Some of the big names that don't fit into, you would think that, you know, with the, you know, their names, that they would have won every single thing, but I mean, a lot of them haven't. What about the guy like The Rock? Is he even on the list? No. Isn't that crazy? Well, it's like we said earlier, those are main event guys. You, you're winning no, this as, yeah, as a mid-card, you know? A guy like JBL, I mean, you know, he's not going to be known 
as yeah. a main event guy. I mean, this is what he's going to be known for. You know, I mean, the fact that he was a Grand Slam champion. Well, no doubt Booking, about it. Rock, Stone Cold, Cena. I mean, they don't need to be Grand Slam champions to be known. All right, so now we got top ten, a little more serious. couple guys that we're waiting to hear. Who do you got? Number ten, I got the big dog, Roman Reigns. Wow, top ten for you. Talk a little about it. I mean, the reason why he was at ten and, you know, Ambrose and Rollins are back to fifteen and sixteen is because, I mean, when you look at the three members of the Shield, I and mean, Reigns is always my favorite, which is why I had to throw him in top ten. But, I mean, compared to some of the other names that are on here, he's still a more recent one. So, I mean, I mean that's yeah. the reason why only guy in a number 10. He was, uh... Well, I'm trying to think, who did he beat for the uh, United States? Rusev. Alright, I do remember that. Obviously, he was the tag team with the Shield, right? Yeah, and him and Rollins. And, and then, then, who? when did he win in a Continental? He beat Miz, like, two years ago. See, I just don't even think about him as a Grand Slam winner, because he's, he's a main event guy. You're not going to look back and think of him. Now he's got that new tattoo on his back. I don't even know what to say. But I mean, you look at guys like Rollins. You also, he's a main event guy too, but he's also a Grand Slam champion too. I mean, no, I definitely agree. I mean, obviously, a reason why Ambrose left the company is because he wasn't in the main event picture where I believe he should have been. Obviously, he's the main event picture now at AEW. But uh, when you think of those three guys, when you think Ambrose doesn't come to mind as a Main eventer like Roman or Rollins yeah, does, yeah. Even though I mean, he was at the top, you know, I mean, when he was WWE champion, but I mean, you know, even when Rollins and Reigns aren't champions, they're still at the top. Like yeah. Rollins is not even in the title picture right now, but he's still one of the top names on Raw. Hundred percent. I mean, he's got this crazy whole persona. Who do you got now, number nine? Number nine, I got another one of my all-time favorites. I got the charismatic and make my Jeff Hardy. Oh, Jeff Hardy, another guy who just. I mean, he, he just recently became it when he, you know, beat Jinder Mahal two years ago to become the United States champion. He's I mean, a great again, pick. A little bit higher, just because he just only became it two years ago. So I mean, but he's yeah, yeah it's favorites. Yeah. Why Hardy, you know, got number ten. I mean, I always like Jeff Hardy. Now is he a European as well? I'm trying to think if he's European because he's been in the he's been doing it for so long. You know what I mean? He probably was. He probably hardcore champion too. I'm he's be honest. I mean. He's been doing it for so long. Obviously, his WWE reign was cut short. He lost to CM Punk. And then Punk, that led into a feud with... You know, he... He had the World Heavyweight feud with Punk, and then Punk beat him, and then that led to a feud with Undertaker with Punk, and I remember that, and that led to Edge and all stuff like that. Yeah. But, no... Yeah, Hardy was a European and hardcore champion. So, Isn't mean, that crazy? Yeah, he's done it all. Yeah, that... Yeah, yeah he had the Intercontinental, obviously, before it was this new-looking one. He was that old blue, you know, like, copper look on it. Yeah, but I'm saying, you look at every every championship that, you know, is in this category. I mean, he's won. I mean, everything. Literally every single one. Everything. So, I'm fine with him being top ten, honestly. Who do you got at number eight? Number eight, I got Christian. Yeah, Christian, another guy. Great theme song as well. You liked him growing up? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've kind of had him in there with Edge. I mean, just looking at them as a tag team, I mean. Oh, yeah, I can't disagree with it, obviously. He had. He was uh, he was even an ECW champion, you know? So he had all the main World Heavyweight belts. Never yeah, like a. Never a WWE. But he. 
No, he should actually. Yeah, he should. He's not in it right now, but I think he should because I mean, you look at everything he's accomplished. And I mean, you got Edge in the Hall of Fame. Dolby Boys are in there. I mean, I feel like the Hardy Boys will go in there. I mean, the thing about the Hardy Boys, it's like with Matt Hardy being over at AEW, like you know, are they going to induct him or like you know? I don't know how it will work. I don't think they'll do it while he's there. You know, that would just be in weird taste. No, probably not now, but I mean, if, you know, after he retires, I mean. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he's a big part of, you know. He's part of the greatest tag team, arguably, you know, behind the tag team wrestling probably wouldn't be what it is today. I mean, if it wasn't for, you know. The Hardy Boys. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely had their ups and downs. So you got Christian there on the list. Who do you got ahead of him? Uh, Now, number seven, I got the other half, Edge. Oh, so you have him at seven. Yeah. Yeah, Edge is a great pick, dude. I mean, he's had incredible reigns. He got yeah, really he cut. Him, I mean, he got in the best shape of his life. If you've seen. I mean, it's crazy to think that, you know, he's older now than he was, but I mean, like you said, he's in better shape now than he was nine years ago. I don't know what it is, but he definitely is. And then he's had. He had a real life relationship going with Lita, and now he's with Beth Phoenix. I mean, think and about that. I mean, think about that. I mean, he was with Beth Phoenix. These are superstars. You know what I mean? Like, this is all behind the stage. So, I wonder how now that was really faring out. Yeah, I wonder how that was faring out. So, you got Edge on it. Who do you got ahead of Edge now? No, number six. Now, we move into number six, and I got the game, Triple H. Well, I got him a lot higher. I love Triple H. All right, Triple H is the guy that, I mean, he's a, you know, when you're looking at, you know, Total package. He's in the older category. He's Triple H. Obviously, never been United States champion before, but he's been European champion, so he fits into that category, which is why he's on this list. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, the Triple older. H is another guy that I mean. I've honestly, I mean, I like Triple H, but I mean, you know, him being with the Authority and everything. I mean, I never liked the Authority. I just put Triple H higher up just because. I mean, I just—it's basically out of respect. I mean. Yeah, you get you gotta respect it. Yeah. Showing for this business, what he's doing for it now, you know, running NXT. I mean, those guys are the future. He's great, Triple H. Yeah. He's another guy that is argued greatest of all time because of what I mean, fourteen-time champion. You know, just incredible. I I think Adam like number like five or something. On my, you know, Themes, think about a theme song, finisher. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's Mike skills, him. tag team. <laughs> this guy is a top five of all time. I think we, I think we all had him number five. If you remember, I think we might have all had him number five on greatest of all time list for something oh, like yeah, that. that. Yeah. I think we should top world champions. We've actually never even done. Oh like, yeah, we haven't done that one. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just broke them into categories. It's like, you know, world champion, intercontinental champion, but like as a total package, we've never even done that one yet. You're right. Yeah, I guess it's kind of similar with like. With, mostly, yeah. you're gonna be a world champion. You're kind of it's gonna be the same names, basically. It's gonna be similar names, maybe a little different. Different as in like. Uh, Triple Yeah. And it's gonna be the same names. I might not world, put like. Bruno so high. Bruno's only so high because of. His world, cha- yeah. So it's his, that, yeah. Really yeah. It was just his long reigns, and then yeah, I'm, yeah. Like and Stone Cold and Rock and, I mean, it's gonna be more names. Yeah, you're right. We got, we'll have to do that. That's a great topic. We haven't done that like total package wrestlers, as in like. Yeah, this would be on 
on that for sure. Yeah, I mean, just total package guy. Oh, well, Mez is going to be on it because he's got his wife. Maurice. Yeah, I know, but you know, he's, got, he's got a family, he's got a reality show. Yeah, he's the man. Mrs. the man, yeah, Mrs. the man. Yeah, Mrs. is definitely the man for that. Who do you got now? I think we're top five, right? We are. All right, let me hear it. Number five, I got Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, yeah. Is, does he fit into that older category as well? Uh, Yeah, because he was the European champion and hardcore champion, so I mean... I mean, this is yeah, another guy. This is another guy that would probably be on that list of just like total package WWE wrestlers. As in, he's on every top list if you think about it. Even finishers and submissions, angle slam and ankle lock. Yeah, I mean, that's two great moves. Guys, a guys a legend. And and, and theme song. Had, I mean, of course he had that terrible storyline a couple years ago with you know Jason Jordan being his biological son. Yeah, I don't even know. First of all, it's different <laughs> skin color. You know what I mean? Like. You know, like, it's funny, because, I mean, you look at, like, you know, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable, I mean, they were American Alpha. I mean, thinking of American Alpha, I mean, they can be on that list, too. I mean, the Patriotic. Yeah, you're right. But, like, you know, they use Jason Jordan because, I mean, okay, he was part of American Alpha, but at least Chad Gable's the same skin color as, you know. Yeah, I know. It would have made more sense. You made it, it would have been more you know, if you would have said like oh steps on something like that, talking about a biological, he's African American, you know. <laughs> well, if you wanted to do that, at least use Chad Gable. That would be more believable. So you got Angle at number four, and obviously you're an Angle fan. He's on that total package type list. Who do you got at number three? Okay, well, that was number five. This is number four. Oh, now. that was number five. All right, who do you got at four then? At number four, I got Y2J, Chris Jericho. Mm. See, he's he's great on the list. I didn't even have him on my top five because I can't stand package. him. I can't stand Jericho. I mean, Jericho, even now in age, probably, I think he really get any better. But I mean, that just means he's good at the job. Man, when I tell you, like, there's certain guys that, like, he didn't make my, like, most hated list because that was more like guys that, like, I actually can't stand. Jericho I could deal with because he's great on the mic. If you're great on the mic, I can't hate you. Ambrose, Enzo Amore, guys like this, I can't hate you if you're good on the mic. Cena's great on the mic. But, like, as like a, like I can't stand when Jericho would win the belt. I just can't stand it. Like you remember he'd be like, it. And yeah, like, I know. And then he'd like pause for like a good. And like, he'd be like it. It'd be like a good twenty seconds. It's like he's great though. Man. You are you a Jericho fan? I mean, I mean, I would say you know, yeah. Jericho was one of the first guys that I really knew when I got into it. I was like younger, younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always been one of those names that I just always knew. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's, you know, I mean, he's a good heel. I mean, you know, he, I mean, he gets very annoying. He's a great heel. But I mean, I would say I like Jericho. I mean, that's why, you know, he made it up there. You know, I want to mention something. Uh, actually, you know, keep going. I'll bring it up when I when I do my list. Who do you got now? I believe this is number three, right? This is number three, and I got Eddie Guerrero at number three. Oh, I love Eddie. He was on my list. I'll say that. Yeah, Eddie's great, man. I mean, I, a one, I, I never saw him much, but I mean, I you gotta respect him. Just gotta respect his legacy that he left. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you look at a lot of the names that are in the company now because of him. I mean, Sasha Banks, I mean, you know, she wouldn't be in the company if it wasn't for him because, you know, yeah, she's, you're the right. one, she's the one that kind of, you know, she looked up to him. Latino Heat, man. This guy's a legend. Rest in peace. He died very young. The guy's a legend. For his uh, his gimmick, I mean, yeah, he's great. I mean, dude, he he was great, Eddie. I remember just growing up watching him. He's he's a great wrestler, just technical wrestler too. He was great. 
Now, who do you got at, uh, you know, I don't know what this is right here. Pull this up. I actually have no idea what the hell this is. I thought this was some JTG Titantron, but, you know, speaking of JTG, uh, rest in peace to Shad. It's terrible. I mean, the guy's only 39 years old, but I mean, you know, he went out saving his son. Yeah, at least something good came out of it like that. Great theme song. Crime time! Brooklyn! Alright, uh, let's keep moving on with the list. Now we get into number two, and I got the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Wow, Shawn Michaels. Uh, fun fact about him: the first ever. Am I right? He was the first. I mean, I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah, he was the first You're ever. Right. I know it was a. Uh, it was 1992, and uh, well, no, excuse me. He won the 1992 Intercontinental Title during a tournament, and then he won the tag team in '94. And then he won his first world championship in 96, where he won uh, when he won at Mania over Bret Hart. And then the following year, he won the European to solidify in 97, the first ever, um, the first ever Grand Slam winner, yeah. He's a, he's a great, I love Shawn Michaels, dude. I love Shawn Michaels. That's another guy he's fan favorite for you, right? Yeah, I mean, I've never had a problem with him. I shaved his head bald. That's, that's the only problem I've had. Because I don't know what he's doing with that. <laughs> Alright, now we get into your number one, who I'm a little surprised. I actually don't know who you're going to say. Let me hear it. Alright, so number one, I mean, this is the guy that I immediately threw at number one because, you know, he's one of my all-time favorites and, in my opinion, you know, the greatest Grand Slam champion of all time. And I got Daniel Bryan at number one. Talk a little bit about that. Number I one, mean, wow. Think, I mean, I just like Brian because I think there's just a great story behind all of his championship wins. I mean, you obviously look at, you know, the WWE World Championship. I mean, defying the odds, defeating all three members of Evolution in one night. That was a great, I mean, great yeah, story. I mean, the United States Championship. I mean, you know, beating the Miz. I mean, the guy that was his, you know, mentor, and but never really, you know, who was always kind of like the bully in that storyline. I mean, you know, Brian beating him to become United States champion, I just think, and then, you know, winning the Intercontinental title a couple years ago, you know, completing it, I just think there was always a great story. Team Hell No. Championship win. No, yeah, team. I mean, even that was a good, you know, a whole good thing with, you know, him and uh, Kane and, like, anger management and everything. I mean, I think, I just put it in one because I think there's just a great story behind all of his victories. It was uh, Team Hell No. I remember that, yeah. He's a... Uh, definitely not a He's a great pick. I mean, to have him number one, though, of course. I mean, I mean, I, I didn't have him number I mean, one. I'm also just going based on who I like. I mean, Daniel Bryan, you know, has always been one of my favorites. I thought it was a solid list. Uh, I have similar guys, as in, it's really, it just goes on favorites, and I'm fine with having him. I didn't have him top five. I'll do my top five just because we already basically went through all of them. But uh, number five going on the list. Uh, this just goes because he's more one of my favorites. And uh, that's a guy like uh, Kane. I mean, you think about Kane, you don't think of him as a main eventer, but you don't think of him as a mid card. He's one of those guys that, you know, you, you don't really know where to place him. You don't really know because also, you don't know if you want to put him because he also had a great, great tag career as a brother's destruction. And then, I, and then with Team Hell No. No, I know you're right. He's just, he's just one of those guys where it's like, you know, 
he was never in that main event scene, but he also wasn't really a, in the mid card yeah. scene either. I mean, because we're talking about a guy that was world champion. He, uh, I mean, he, uh, he won the uh, what's it called? When he won the uh, tag titles with Big Show as well, if we remember. Like, I mean, just a guy that he just, you know, he, he won a lot. He's been all over the place. So, but, I, yeah, I mean, I could definitely agree. He's a number five. I mean, I had him a little, obviously, a lot lower. But, I mean, I can agree. I mean, Kane definitely. I can see why you have him up there. I mean, that's a good spot for him. So, I had him number five. Just He's really just going off guys that I like. Uh, number four. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, because you brought him up, uh, Eddie Guerrero. You got, I love Eddie Guerrero. His, I mean, obviously a slogan what isn't the most uh, ideal to say, I love to lie, cheat, and steal. I know, but I mean, <laughs> when you walk around, you tell people, you know, Eddie Guerrero's my role model, they're like, you got to kidding me. But, uh, I mean, even by the theme song, but I thought he was a great wrestler, technically, and uh, Mike's skills, as in, he was a total package guy. He could definitely be on the list as in um, finisher. Dude, he's got one of the greatest high-flying moves in the uh, five-star frog splash. You got, you know, Rollins isn't even on this list if there's no frog splash like Eddie did. You know what I mean? Like, he's great. He was the original. I mean, he has the best one, I mean. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I, I had to put him on it because, uh, really, just I love him. I mean, there's so many superstars that do the super kick, but when you think of who did it the best, I mean, Shawn Michaels. And that's exactly where I actually lead right into uh, my number three, Shawn Michaels. Talking about a guy like I mentioned earlier. Did you have him at number three as well? Did yeah, I think you had him at two. Shawn Michaels. I mean, I've got it playing in the background. He uh, he defied the odds with his size. You know what I mean? There wasn't small wrestlers winning the World Heavyweight Championship. Back in the 90s, you look at those guys, it's The Rock, it's Triple H, and when yeah, Shawn Michaels was doing it, yeah, this guy's not even six foot, and you know, he smaller <laughs> dude, and he did it, so, Shawn Michaels, he's number three for me, just for the sole fact, great on the mic, great theme song, he's another guy of total package, as in, like we were talking about, he'll be on, he'll be on that list when we do it. Um, number two, you know, a guy that, uh, I mean, I, I actually, before I do number two, I just want to bring up this. Uh, I don't think we brought him up. Um, Mark Henry. Now Mark. Now Mark Henry. I was reading says um, they he had the world. Yeah, that we know. He had the uh, United States. I'm sure, and then um, I believe he had the tag team. I'm not sure. It just came to my mind as I was looking through songs. Mark Henry, I don't th know if he was ever the... Uh, I'm just trying to think, because I don't know if he was ever a uh, Grand Slam winner, but if he was, I would love to put him on the list, but I'm not sure if he was, to be honest. I'm not... No, he wasn't. He, wasn't. he just won the World Heavyweight title, the ECW Championship, and the European, so he doesn't have it. It was a European. That's what it was. It was the European. It wasn't the United States. And this is when he had short hair, Mark Henry. This is like... Nation of Domination, Mark Henry. Yeah. That was yeah, that, he yeah. Never, he never had the tag titles, and he never had the Intercontinental titles, but yeah, he only had two fourths. Oh, damn. Number two, I have uh, none other than uh, John Moxley. This is... Uh, uh, yeah, this is like when I was saying when you had him. This is just sold off. This is my guy who is uh, my favorite. As in, like, I know I say Lesnar's my favorite right now, but when I look at guys in the company that paved the way for just 
dude, he he could do it all. Like I mentioned earlier, I like all guys that are good on the mic. I don't like Roman because I don't think he's that good on the mic. I think his promos are trash. Ambrose, I've never seen really have a bad promo. I remember when he was on the mic against Jericho a couple years ago in that, in that like, nails. They made him fall on the nails, Jericho. He's, uh... Yeah, that was something. I mean, look back, that was crazy. I mean, that was something they used to do in, like, the attitude. I didn't expect them to do that in what they called the PG Network. And then he's wearing jean shorts. Yeah, I mean... Jericho literally went into that match wearing jeans. So I'm like, alright. Jericho never wrestled the match. But I know it's a little high. Um, you know, statistically, I, easily a guy like Daniel Bryan. Like I said, it's based on, you know, who also who you like. So, I mean, I can understand why you'd have him up there. But, um, you know, my number one, self-explanatory. I mean, Are you ready? in my opinion, we'll do this on a future podcast. As in, you know, maybe even tomorrow night, maybe we'll do it. As in, um, full package WWE superstars, as in just greatest of all time that you would want. Also, in my opinion, favorite. He's one of my favorites. That's the game, Triple H. I mean, dude, this guy we're talking about is a 14-time champion. He's been the world, he's been the WWE. He's been a European back in the 90s. He's had the tag. He's had the Intercontinental when he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. The guy's had a bunch of different gimmicks and tag teams. He's the authority now. There's not much I could really say bad about the game. You know what I mean? No, I know what you're saying. So he's, uh, there's no reason why I couldn't have him number one. And uh, that basically does the list. What do you think of the, the, the list for me? It's kind of similar with you, you know? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with everybody. I mean, you had very, very good points as to, you know, why you had them at the spot you had. So, I mean, I liked it. Well, Nature, I want to say thanks for coming on to the podcast. It was a nice long one tonight. And uh, that's basically going to wrap it up. So, uh, like we always say, we'll be back tomorrow. And uh, think to yourself. You know, I'll end this with this, Nature. I'll ask you one good question. Because I've been watching, in chronological order, the Marvel films. Before I finish off with my outro, I'll ask you this. No rapid fire tonight. We'll, we'll save it for tomorrow. But if you could meet one musician, living or dead, any musician, from a band, solo, or whatever, who would it be? I'd have to say John Lennon. That's a great pick. I mean, he's definitely, he, he would be on mine too, because he had like a vision for the world, you know? That's what I'm saying, and I mean, obviously me being, you know, a Beatles fan and everything that'd be my favorite band, I mean, I think for me, that's who I would want to. Well, you heard it there f- first. Uh, Nate, thanks for coming on. And like you said... Hey, we'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks for the viewers, and good night. And always remember, that's life.